Hello, and welcome back to The Hosey Show, another episode where we discuss how did legacies fuck up this time. So, let's get into it. Uh, okay, here we are. Here we, here are. we are. Who wants yeah. to go first? <laughs> um, well, you just watched it, so why don't you tell I, us your first impression thoughts? I just watched it, like, three hours ago, I think. And I honestly don't really remember what happened. <laughs> um, it was it was okay. I only really remember like the last five minutes because that was the only part of the episode that mattered. Um, yeah, because that's when like all the reveals were. That's when you realize Cleo's a bad guy. Landon's the Scully dude. Yeah, and Ted dies. I almost cried at that. I don't know why I cared about Ted dying. <laughs> I did too. I actually was rewatching it and then I like jumped to that clip because it was like right before something big happening and I just happened to re- replay it and I was surprised by how emotional it was. I was like, oh wait, because like Ben is such a really good actor. Mm-hmm. It was, it reminded me that I originally liked the Necromancer when he was just mm-hmm. like a regular monster in season one. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, he doesn't want to be evil. <laughs> Yeah, it it was it was very cute. Um, I don't know if they're gonna bring them back now or <laughs> way to bring them back. This is the Vampire Diaries universe. Everybody comes back to life at least twice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just I was really surprised. That was the most emotional part of the episode. When <laughs> stabbed yeah, I was like, oh, haven't like, felt this way in a minute. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. F- for like a B story, it was. It was a good, like, oh, okay, so this is sad now. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, when he, like, escaped, however he escaped, I guess, like, the last episode, his dead body corpse was just there. Um, okay, so he, like, <laughs> poofs out. I don't exactly remember how they explained it, but he, like, poofs out, and we're just we're just supposed to be like, okay, so this time Malivore is like, we're going to erase his memories this time, so he doesn't try and be Necromancer Part 3. <laughs> It's just weird because it's a little bit more complicated. Like, he had to escape Malivore and the prison world. So yeah. it's, like, two different places that he had. So, like, when he came out of Malivore, mm-hmm. did he not have memories then? Or did he not have memories until he left the prison world? We may never know. We may never know. <laughs> I still don't know how his ass got out, but... Yeah, or I, mean, why I don't he think we'll, we will ever know. <laughs> you, oh, <laughs> you know... Else? Uh, now that I think about it, maybe, like, Malivore was sensed, like, Hope was, like, trying to be a dumb bitch and going into the prison world, so he was like, you know what, I'm gonna spew him out, um, but without his memories. But th- that also doesn't make sense, because, like, so Malivore suddenly has control over the prison world, so it doesn't make sense. I just assumed it was, like, some magic he did. And it backfired and he forgot? <laughs> yeah, or maybe that was the intent, I don't even know. Oh, that could have been an interesting intent. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Alaric was really annoying this episode. Yeah. Alaric, Alaric was doing stuff that I was just like, "What happened to its character?" <laughs> yeah, it's like they were trying to do this whole redemption arc, and then they were just like, "Never mind." It's just mm-hmm. weird to me. I, I was, <laughs> I was thinking back to like TVD season one. I was like, "Okay, Alaric was able to operate as somebody as a grown adult, at, <laughs> but like." It's sort of like confused. Barely, he was like on on their couch. <laughs> At <laughs> least he could do taxes, you know, and all that. It's like, like he forgot to do that for the school. <laughs> it's just like it felt like to me, like in the Vampire Diaries, if he made a mistake, it made sense. He had no obligations to anybody. Mm-hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like now he's actually a father. And so he leaves <laughs> Josie with the guy who has no memories, but did like work yeah. as her evil minion for like a half a second when she went dark with a bomb. <laughs> and he, he's like, he's like, I gotta get back. I have a school to run. Like, are you serious? <laughs> he did that, he did that in the prison world. He was like, here's a sword, good luck. Okay. <laughs> that tiny little he sword. does not care about her. It was ridiculous, but that's still better. He left the bomb with the bad guy. <laughs> it, was, it was it was just so it was like wow. It, I don't know. <laughs> the vampire diaries of Lark was smart and he wasn't a dumb bitch. And, and he made mistakes, but he was trying to be like this, you know, adult figure to Elena and Jeremy occasionally. And he was cool with mm -hmm. Damon. So he had these interesting dynamics. But here I'm just like, who allowed him <laughs> to have children? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And he's in charge of children. It's like, how? I don't yeah. understand it's not it. even like just his children. He has like a whole school. All right. <laughs> go to school think about it jo <laughs> josie at the end of the episode goes to the school where finch is at <laughs> josie wasn't at school <laughs> it's like everybody oh just bitches there are no any classes anymore nobody takes class as SBS i mean anymore. oh, oh wait. <laughs> i think the they <laughs> i think they explained that like last episode when josie was going around and the schools were empty i feel like wade in his stupid ass shiny metal armor he was like oh yeah uh headmaster like he said it was a long a break, weekend or something a long an extended weekend i'm just like what aren't you guys like two weeks into the semester yeah <laughs> and it's like again it's like if finch was at school <laughs> that mean they should be in school it was probably like a random wednesday and nobody's in class <laughs> it's like do they I don't even know, have classes do they even have professors yeah like, it's like is it just is it just like, is it like, remember how middle school was when you had that one teacher who taught you all your mm -hmm. subjects? Yeah. <laughs> like that. It's a lark. <laughs> Stay in one classroom and yeah. all day. I don't know. I was just. They was have a, a really, they have a really extended wellness Wednesday that goes into two <laughs> weeks. Um, <laughs> my God. It's like a supernatural holiday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's super hot. That's so funny. It reminds me of, like all the national holidays. Like it's National Donut Day. <laughs> it's a, just with a supernatural twist. It's suddenly yeah. a super moon day because they have an astronomical event like every other Tuesday. Um, yeah, it's like in the, the Vampire Diaries universe, like the moon is always doing some fucked up shit. It's like the yeah. moon is yeah. never chill in the Vampire Diaries universe. Nope. It's always blue or too big or doing <laughs> too something big. it's not supposed to be doing. <laughs> But I don't know the 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 episode in general. I don't think it was very. Um, despite the fact that the big Cleo reveal was cool, mm. I didn't find it very eventful. <laughs> I mean, everything that happened was what I expected to happen. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like I didn't have. Yeah, I didn't have like any other expectations. I was just like, yeah, here's the checklist of things, and they all happened. So, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> things I just, just I, sort of played out and i'm just yeah okay i got that we understood that that was not the real him since 306 307 308 whatever 308 mm -hmm. is when he came back but we were expecting like hope wouldn't be able to 
you know, cope and deal with that well. And I, of course, she's um, self-aware. She was like, if you haven't noticed, I'm not so good at acceptance or whatever the bullshit she said. And we like, all yeah, noticed. We, know, we noticed. <laughs> we more than just noticed. <laughs> Check out the podcast. <laughs> oh Drops every Tuesday, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was, she said, like, you're a coping mechanism and I don't need you anymore. I was like, bitch, you want to say that like two weeks ago, okay? <laughs> um, and I would Arya's acting is really good. The way that mm. he changes is Oh my god, great. yeah. I will always commend him for that. Um mm. so what type of landing was this? Is this bust landing? Do we call him bust landing? Uh, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Landon. <laughs> and Land walk- Bust. <laughs> I just I'm I, trying. <laughs> Same, but, like the, the progression of it, like from him turning to goo and then Hope keeping his goo on her nightstand uh, and then stop. turning the goo into a bust and then the bust getting turned into a gobble. It was like, this is <laughs> a lot of shit. That's yeah, not- and like Cleo did it. That, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that, Cleo. Yeah. I was expecting it was just going to be like, oh, the artifact made him. Yeah. But. Yeah. She yeah, did it, which I, is kind of funny actually. She was like, "You can't get over him, so I'm just gonna give you a fake him." Yeah, <laughs> did not see that coming at all. I think we all suspected for a while that the artifact was connected to it, definitely. Yeah. Um, but to have it, you know, with the yellow uh, glowing uh, when they were like mm-hmm. making it in the little pottery thing, that was a good twist. Every single time we saw like the yellow glow and the so much symbolic yellow lighting which is like disgusting to watch but it's like oh in retrospect i get that they were like trying to really push the hints on us the, it was a whole yeah. muse thing which is like crazy um but yeah aria this is like his 10th character as a landon version okay so it, it so he's been landon landon he has been um, Simulandon, the first version, and then he was the second version of Simulandon that was Landon subconscious. Then there was Clark Landon. Um, then there was, oh my God, Mal uh, Landon. Yeah, like Mal Oh, there was also Josie's version of Landon subconscious. My God, it, that's impressive. Oh, also he does like really good impressions of the Necromancer, which is like, it's, mm-hmm. it's like it sounds like him. That's uh, kudos to him. Mm-hmm. Insane literally he he he's definitely probably one of the best actors on the show if you ask me 100 it's uh, it was just a lot and the fact that this is the second version of landon oh you forgot you forgot the box landon the uh the, oh oh <laughs> uh, right um murder <laughs> uh, but uh it's the fact yeah the fact that this is the second time of like somebody else's creation of Landon is like Hope. You are so stupid. You just want for me. Like, uh, it was like, damn. I don't know. I promise Hope Michelson. I'd be a little bit embarrassed. I, <laughs> oh my I don't God. know about you guys, but uh, if you're <laughs> telling me that I was really stupid all the time <laughs> and that I didn't notice anything, I would. I, I would be a little I, bit humbled. I was, oh. All right. When when the fake Landon was like, I am essentially like Land- Landon's never coming back. I am his ashes created into uh, this clay. I'm basically immortal. And Hope was like, Okay, I'm gross. Like she, her little okay was so funny to me because <laughs> like yeah, it was gross. Um, 
It was the first thing. It was every, everybody agreed that that was fucking gross when Cleo was like, okay, so we're going to do this now. And I get, I, I guess Cleo's intentions definitely were to help her move on. I guess, okay, backtracking. So Cleo's motives, which I, I totally respect. Um, I'm still here for Cleo. I'm still here for hope. If anything, when the reveal happened, I was like rooting for Cleo to keep on her monologue to hear more of what she's going to say, which we're definitely going to hear about next episode. Um, but I'm also really rooting for hope still um but you know the trust issues they're gonna like double down but anyways i guess cleo's motives were to uh, trigger hope's full side full all sides of her and that would allow the artifact to fully open releasing more people beings entities whatever including her sisters which she has teased about that she lost so it's like oh that must be why she's so adamant about uh, opening it about hope opening it so i guess her original intentions were to join the school realizing i guess she kind of like gravitated towards hope in the beginning because she it was kind of like a genie and a and your rubbing lamp rubbing See, the lamp i don't thing. understand her intentions <laughs> I, I guess it was like <laughs> i don't think they're very clear at all like she just we'll just have to wait but it's like, so she gravitated towards her, I guess, try to be her friend so that eventually in 60 years when they're good friends and she dies, she's like, hey, so I have this artifact. <laughs> so what was, was that it? I guess. No, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, because there's that, but then she's like, oh, I'm going to make a fake Landon and like, let you just have that relationship with fake Landon. And then it seemed like if Hope never figured it out she would just continued on in this relationship and Cleo would have just not, like been there. It's very mm-hmm. strange to me. I don't know like what's what exactly yeah. is going on there yet. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I understand. Uh, to be honest, I think the whole point was that they just really needed a way to keep Arya in the show. <laughs> but uh, they, they killed off Landon, but they needed to stay, Arya was still like a main cast member. So they had, he had to show up eventually, but um mm-hmm. I just, I don't really understand what the purpose was creating. I mean, she did try to help Hope move on, but it's like the whole purpose was that she was trying to kill Hope or get Hope to die. To activate her full tribe side so she could open this damn artifact. It's like, I don't really understand the motives. Did she release the monsters or somebody else? Where do the monsters fit in this scenario? It's it's confusing. I do not know. And why did like fake... Or not fake Landon. Why did real Landon cut their hair off? Okay, so about that, I f- I just feel like that was a red herring, and uh, um, I feel like that just is Landon being a weirdo and collecting like little <laughs> pieces of the creatures he's like slayed or defeated or interacted and like puts it on one of his little armor suit fallout danger mm-hmm. apocalypse man get up um. Yeah, so his hair, their hair is just, like, going to be part of his cape or some fucking bullshit. Like, it's gonna be weird. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I don't really understand, and this is something general people have said, like, on Twitter. They were like, why was Landon just walking around watching his girlfriend make out with a different version of him? <laughs> it never did anything. Like, yeah. you're supposed to think that Landon, quote-unquote Landon, came back and was around for weeks. That's what we're supposed to yeah. believe. Well, maybe he right. just didn't care. Maybe he was in the prison world for so long that he was like, I'm over you. But he was always, but he funny. still snuck in her bedroom and cut off her hair. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. And also, like, 
uh, kidnaps Cleo, which motives a little unclear. I guess we'll hear that. It'll be, it'll go down like they're doing Cleo's backstory next episode, and then also Landon is kind of like uh, trying to open up. Well, hope hope is definitely not the best person who will be uh, Landon will be opening up to. I feel like this is where they need Lizzie to come in, but you know she's on her little uh, retreat slash in the middle of the woods, midsummer yeah, you know. parody. <laughs> yeah, um, I like how, I like how... somewhere that Alaric sent her off to. I like how Josie was like, and you think that sending her in the middle of the woods was a good idea? You think that's what she needs to cope? And he really is the worst father. Is it his idea? I'm genuinely confused because I I was confused on what happened at the end of 311. So Lizzie's like, oh man, I fucked up. I I don't even know. It was her idea, but he allowed it to happen. That's what I got out of it. Okay. was like, oh, like. He was like, oh, like, I'm trying to, you know, relinquish control or whatever. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. carrying around a grenade. And... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, grenade. Like, he's like, we all need to work on our control issues or something. <laughs> and so Lizzie is off at a retreat learning to con- tr- control herself. Like, it's, uh-huh. it's, 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 <laughs> it reminds me of sending everybody to Europe when there's a problem. Uh-huh. Like, what, yeah. Why the fuck does she need to go and do kumbaya in the middle of the woods? Yeah, not Landon though. We're gonna see all of his PTSD. Oh my god! It's it's just so far. I think this season just feels like tons and tons and tons of filler. Mm -hmm. Like even the episodes that were like, "Well, maybe you should watch 305." Like, no, it's like a few (laughs) scenes in 305 are fine, and then it's like uh, there are scenes in this season that I like, but the overall episodes. episodes. Yeah, they're like eleven was like the only actually good one. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, there's just scenes throughout this um, season that you're just like, yeah, this is actually moving stuff forwards, but everything else is filler. Even technically, the therapy box episode was filler, if you really think about it. Because it, they you just learn nothing from it. Exactly. It was yeah. like just establishing things. It was it was more for the audience than it was for Hope, because clearly she didn't learn anything. Um, <laughs> but I loved, now we're finally getting that full circle thing, and... Um, in episode four, she was like, no fantasy is better than our reality. Oh, guess who she's been canoodling? Some fantastical a fantasy. <laughs> like, it's, okay, mm-hmm. finally. We only got that answered after, between episodes four and 12. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, yeah, they're going to break up next up. For them? For them to break up, they'd have to be together. And t- honestly, yeah, it's that's like... that's not clear. <laughs> I d- Mm, it's kind of like they haven't even been together for a while so i feel like they're gonna be like like hope's gonna assume that they're just back together but i feel like landon he's gonna be like he's it's gonna be something stupid like he was away in the prison world for like 10 years and time passed (laughs) differently or whatever and he's like a different Mm -hmm. person and he's just gonna be like no i'm not here for this and she's gonna be like what do you mean okay she's gonna like go snooping like a helicopter parent into his room and just discover the machete in his bag in his little uh, tote bag or whatever you know um but we saw that from the promo i mean um but that's just i'm not even sure if like hope will agree that they are like together i feel like it's it's going to be very like limbo um even for Mm -hmm. her for landon definitely it's he's going to be like uh, it's very weird to me, you know. I do think they'll have like a conversation though at some yeah. point. Where it's going to be like a breakup. 
I don't think it's going to be a yelly at all. I don't think Landon is a yell. Well, he was angry. He was beating up. I don't even think he's going to be angry. I think that because clearly Landon is the writer's favorite character. (laughs) I think we're going to get an extreme like PTSD arc. And it's going to be like deep and methodical. And he's going to be, he's going to say something like, you know, like I was alone. Alone survivor. Yeah. I have many thoughts on this. <laughs> and, and he's and he's gonna he's gonna probably say he needs time, and Hope's gonna start crying. Hopefully, maybe she'll show some emotions. We'll see. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. It's, it's debatable. About, <laughs> the thing about that is that they if they if they have that happen where it's like we just need some time and then we will find our way back to some bullshit. It's like I want a very clean like you know what if this never worked before. This never worked during. This mm-hmm. never work, will not work uh, in, in the future. Like, it's they just need to establish that and I will be fine. But uh, on the topic of, like, Landon getting all of a sudden this PTSD arc, we all expected it ever since, you know, we mm-hmm. saw him at the gates writing that letter and we were just like, okay, so he's just going to learn how to throw a punch. Okay. Um, of course, they're giving him a story arc where he's suddenly, like reintroduced to society has no idea how to do shit it's like oh okay interesting so where was that in a 2a for hope mm-hmm. um I, I feel like they set hope constant like set hope up constantly mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be like she's had all the tools to battle all this stuff you know she's a witch she can protect herself she doesn't need to suffer from ptsd she defended herself in mm-hmm. malibor she didn't suffer from anything but landon is this human and he had to <laughs> he had to oh. learn from it himself i just oh the way God. they always set up in what the show noise. Like, Hope is always capable, so she doesn't need to suffer. No, it annoys me because she has PTSD, and they just remember it when it's convenient, and then they, like, act like it's not there when... It's like a plot device. They treat her symptoms like plot devices. Literally, like this past episode, she said that mm-hmm. I'm not good with acceptance, but it was just like a throwaway line. Like, yeah. you want, it's like, like okay, girl, me... that's a problem. Like, yeah. go see somebody. Or she, yeah, or she had like a that. flashback in the Mis- Mystic Falls episode, and we just haven't seen that since. Like, she comes back from Malibor and Jandon's together, and she just doesn't react to like a clear okay. abandonment trigger. Like She's the worst. Like, oh, I'm fine. I'm just gonna sit at this bus stop and be sad. <laughs> like the worst thing that happened with Hope when she came out of Malibor is that she looked like she didn't have any good deep conditioner. That was the worst. Stop. Thing. <laughs> it, it just looked like it was like they were like, oh, you know what? We're just gonna make her hair look a little bit fuzzy, like she hasn't soured. That was like the worst thing that happened to Hope Michaelson when she got out of Malibor. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> and then miraculously she like walks into the pristine society. Mystic Falls high. And then Maya like d- does her makeup and everything. It's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Healed. Healed. <laughs> <laughs> she went to Europe and that her name was Maya. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just insane to me that you're right landon is their favorite character he's a so the male characters no 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 no, not even male characters landon is allowed to suffer uh and go through all of these things and like have a full we see all facets of his i guess quote damage then we didn't get that with roth roth was like 20 minutes like he he had he said he was uh, doing twenty minutes um, is too much exposure. <laughs> he was doing like exposure therapy in the the Screw End Game eighties um, episode, and then all of a sudden he's like fine and chilling and like partying mm. at the end. Like, oh hey, mm. hey, hope you want to like 
join us and dance and they were just doing all that and then it, they showed they, they him sleeping on the floor for five seconds and that was his ptsd <sighs> yeah oh no no no! they focused on landon sitting down yeah. and rubbing his shoulder and like they, they so they show Roth like clearly going through it and then they focus on Landon being like wow how does this affect me <laughs> it's Ooh. like oh my god <laughs> please stop Aria I beg you there's some it's not even really Aria. Great Shakespeare <laughs> um you can go into you don't have to renew your contract it's okay we will help you pursue a greater career <laughs> than it sort of reminds me of like pretty little liars everybody was like uh troyan was the best actress they were like please leave. you deserve much better <laughs> please <than this>, right? <laughs> um, it was it's just if you ever want to you know think about how landon is treated versus others it's like okay in terms of backstory and family him and roth like it doesn't even compare you know oh my god no so they're and both then, introduced, like, I guess, if you're only watching Legacies Universe, then they're both introduced at the same time. But it's like, clearly, we've seen one more developed than the other, even before Roth was um, slated to exit. It's like crazy to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you do that. And then um, Caleb, barely, we, we, I think the biggest uh, revelation we got was his last name. <laughs> last name still <laughs> and yeah. we, we don't but like caleb we still don't know how he turned we still don't know how mg turned i don't think people realize the gravity no, of the fact that they both had to have been around a vampire who made them drink their blood and they both died and we don't know how and we're already on we're still in season three yeah and it then, hasn't even been hinted at until like an episode ago with caleb yeah and then it's like mm -hmm. with MG, it's like, I don't even, I'm still confused about MG. He came from like a, he's a pastor's son. It's like, mm -hmm. he. Who was he mixing up with to yeah, die? It's like, who the hell was he talking to? Yeah. It was, he's a, he's a comic book nerd. The wildest thing he went to was Comic Con. It's like, <laughs> it's like he goes to church and it's like, wait, yeah. how did he die? How did who? he get mixed up in a vampire? It's like, we still don't know. Yeah. And that could be interesting. That's what annoys me is you, they could go into all of this and they just like ignore don't. it. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, and then MG, I always thought had the great setup with his mom being a part right. of Triad, but that's just not talked about anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I, I had candoned. Started on Jed, okay. Oh my god, I had candoned that like someone was out to thwart Triad or whatever, like do some maybe like it was like a coup d'état or something like that with Veronica, his mother. So mm -hmm. they turned MG, like her only son, mm -hmm. you know, because that would mean that the legacy of Triad Industries or whatever isn't able to be t passed on, you know. So that would be an interesting, like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And then that would introduce like a uh, maybe like even a, a, a worse triad, like if there are like multiple government organizations all against it, and the triad just happens to be one of them. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we've had several conversations where we were like triad should have been the real enemy of legacies, but well, let us not. It's not too late. I don't it's know why they don't just change what they're doing. Oh, okay. But this isn't working. Like they're so, they're I, so I, like dead set on something that's not working. 
I, th- yeah. I do think actually that they're actually switching gears. Okay, well, you know, they're never going to drop the Monster of the Week format. I've accepted that. Clearly, they're too into living out their wet dreams with Buffy and doing a poor job of it. But I digress. Um, I think that they are finally are switching it from like um, Malivore being the one portal to release the monsters or whatever. And that being like the main like woe to in the artifact, which I like better because you know with an artifact you don't have a very messy tangled well what's the end goal of this humanist human-esque entity that who end goal is to procreate which is malivore i'm talking about which is crazy to me that they even were like yeah this is a great idea we're gonna green light this for two seasons (laughs) um because that was always where is it going like like where is it going so with the artifact they have a a bigger agenda that they could do with like people throughout history wanting to get a hold of it um yeah it it was just like it's i would just wish they would get to the point because it's like (laughs) what the fuck is the artifact is it supposed to be pandora's box is it not pandora's box yeah What, what is it supposed to be and then like okay two things really like were i don't want to say they pissed me off but it was just like the fuck uh, um, in this episode, it was okay. For one, we literally got to see Leonardo da Vinci, and they did nothing with him. He just sort of yeah. popped up to speak in Italian and then left. Yeah. Yeah. And then two, and Jed. Jed. It was like, the, is Jed only here to say something funny and then leave? Like, what is he doing? What is his character? I thought he was promoted. So like, I, uh, yeah, I thought he was like, oh. Nervous. He definitely was. But we've learned more about Ethan, which we can talk about later. But like with Jed, how did, right, how did, how did Jed jump from season one, this uh, wolf alpha um, sort of, I don't give a shit i don't take anyone's shit i am he's here a bully. he was a the, bully he was like the it. bully trademark T- true i loved him um he 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 definitely was there to antagonize roth and then we were su- probably supposed to get more of roth like realizing what leadership really means when roth was um alpha so i was expecting that and it yeah. would have made sense if Jed like slowly changed in that respect, where he goes from like a mean bully to a respectable mean bully who knows yeah. how to do leadership stuff. But all of a sudden, season three is he's just a himbo who comes in with a little like dumb zingers. It's like he came yeah. in here. He's like, I thought you spoke Italian. He's like, No, I I took a vacation trip like last year. And then he just turns to Da Vinci and goes. Pizza. pizza like what that let me not but that's a little <laughs> it's like okay so he's just here to say the stupid shit um like, i don't know what happened it makes you feel bad a little bit for ben because he must look at his script for the week and is like oh okay that's okay. all i gotta do so i have five minutes of screen time i no. just say pizza and then i like leave and uh and yeah, then that, like, that pays the bills and last episode what he was talking about like a time traveling monster is like okay it's um it's it's strange considering season one you got i got a very different sense of him like you said he was a bully Mm -hmm. like he was antagonist he was supposed to be a foil to roth but you got a really a core sense that he was all about the pack he was very Mm -hmm. protective of his pack he was loyal to his pack yeah and And 2a too yeah and even though roth you know overthrew him he was like i'm still going to be loyal to you you know what could have been better Is if, like, they did a whole arc where 
obviously everybody left, so like his entire pack are left, so they could have had this whole thing where like he's struggling to. I cope thought we were supposed to pack. see that. Yeah, no, thought- they definitely put under the the description for when Ben Levin was upped to series regular. You see, like as the pack dwindles or some bullshit. Yeah, the pack yeah. comes together to reform, mm-hmm. and like Jed leads that. Um, and I'm just yeah, like, it was something where? like where? yeah, he does something with that. And... So that was only episode two. That was literally episode two, which yeah. was just the end of season two. And, and it's, it's in the second half, maybe. It's 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 just crazy because he was. They are so many interesting dynamics that they just don't touch on. You know, Jed mm-hmm. and Hope clearly have a history, but they just never touch on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and how they interact, you know, is Hope a part of the pack? Is she not? There, there's there's so many things they just don't think about. Yeah, Cash out. I just yeah. they have so much potential. It's kind of ridiculous, mm-hmm. and then they just don't touch any of it. And all they do is talk about Landon, even when he's not there. <laughs> Justice for Jed. Can we start that hashtag <laughs> or something? Please. Justice for Jed. Because yeah, seriously, <laughs> no. Because like for real, it's like the character is sitting right there, and he hasn't mm-hmm. been in the slightest and i remember there's so many there was not even like ships but it, it was certain ships with jet are interesting it's people right. like jet and josie people like jet and <laughs> caleb and it's it's like why aren't y'all using it it's right there <laughs> yeah. yeah so i i liked in season two he was very much when when alert got booted out and then we had the professor it's like what is his tolerance you know all of a sudden he was like giving like glares at Josie just because she was the daughter and it's like well how does he feel about the way that Alaric was treating them you know mm-hmm. yeah you got the sense that people definitely felt some type of way after this season one reveal that Alaric had access to something that could take away their powers but they just like never really went into it. And you knew that that was supposed to mean something to characters, especially like Caleb, who was all about, you know, vampire supremacy mm-hmm. in season one and, you know, uh, being a more powerful species. But that storyline is just like gone. I don't really know what they why they drop certain stuff because season one had so much good potential and so much setup, and it's mm-hmm. just gone. Um yeah it was just sad because when i saw jed i was like oh he's here and he was like oh he's saying something stupid never mind (laughs) yeah so he was he was there for like two seconds in the 311 episodes like you really expect me to believe so he was part of the brainstorming session in the gym he drops the little time time uh, traveling joke and then yeah and then he's like nowhere to be found like it would have been funny if he was like part of the little uh band of students like trying to get hope to not eat people <laughs> yeah like why not he could like why there. not i mean Imagine. i don't want him to be a nerd either i didn't want him to be like yeah wade i play dnd like no please don't make jed a superhero either i'm let me just begin let me just start i don't like the superhero thing i thought it was cute i thought it was like fun in season one it was very much like oh yeah you know we're supernaturals we can like be better especially mg's like uh speech to caleb which came about very nicely when they were you know at the end of 16 in the Mm -hmm. finale he was like we can be better so do better be better than them you know we embrace ourselves all that jazz and then all of a sudden they switched to like 
a comic con. I don't even know. Like, they just switched to superhero nerd stuff. Like, it's everyone is a nerd suddenly. I got the sense that Lizzie has been a nerd since season one. That's like whatever. But that's just been running way too much over. And then yeah. suddenly <laughs> it's like wade and then landon and then mg mg doesn't even like it he said in the other episode like probably five or six he was like i actually don't like playing D with you or something like that when he was in his no phase mm-hmm. um i don't know it's frustrating with me then all mm-hmm. of a sudden mg is like in in the school and he's going through his little jeremy phase in tvd mm-hmm. yeah. and that son it just it jumped from yeah, him like just right it just jumped from him being wanting to make a friend to uh making a friend uh in ethan who's yeah sorry he's going through the jeremy phase right and it's like all of a sudden it it went a little dark but they didn't go dark it's like it went gray and then it just switched it wasn't even dark because they just ruined it they were just they cheapened it water like some sort of like circus clown (laughs) his little dash moment from the incredibles it yeah. was almost like, oh, this is like dark. They're yeah. gonna do something. They're gonna have like yeah, a big I told you and then they're like, like, let's just have him on fire running across the lake. <laughs> yeah. Also, he spent like a good amount of time burning up. Like he was he was getting baked in the sun. And uh let me just talk about one hybrid who had her <laughs> werewolf side clipped or whatever so she was burning up and it took five seconds when she stepped out um what's her name what's her name <laughs> Haley. anyways oh, same with elena's mom isabel like oh, yanked yeah. off her necklace and was dusted oh my god yeah. yeah yeah but yeah. It's, it's with the ethan thing i was really sort of upset by that and i said this to you guys earlier i was like they really could have touched on teen depression you know mm-hmm. especially with ethan feeling like he has no more college scholarships available because he mm. did fuck up his arm and couldn't play football anymore so he couldn't get like what like a sports scholarship i don't know sports sports is not my thing okay <laughs> yeah you but, definitely somehow get a ride which is apparently a lot of what the dead vampires are going into but we're not going to hear about that like caleb yeah. said he had a full ride and straight up episode Rock three or record. two right yeah 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 in the pilot he was like i was going to go to uv with cassie um and then in episode two in the football episode, Caleb was like, man, I had a full ride and then mm-hmm. this happened. And I'm just like, okay. So, like, so, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like. Yeah, they don't know how to do it. That's <laughs> they don't issue. know how to do it. Like, it's, they actually don't. They don't know how to deal with, like, serious issues and, like. Unless your name is Landon. It's so sad, too, because Legacies is already connected to these shows that have such big fan bases and so much reach. Mm-hmm. That it's it's it could have been really interesting to tackle real teen issues, but with the element of supernaturals. You know, these right. are supernatural kids with powers and shit, but they get depressed, they get mm-hmm. lonely, mm-hmm. they struggle. It, I wish they would take. It's like the same thing with Lizzie all over again. It's like right. they they use her mental illness as a mm-hmm. plot device rather than mm-hmm. it actually being something that they talk about in mm-hmm. um take seriously it's more mm-hmm. of a joke than anything and it's completely ridiculous so because like in that whole scene with ethan he was like i just was what he says like i was feeling like alone or something and, and like the fact that he wanted to kill himself oh my god yeah really it's like a bad thing that was really bad and 
he was like, I'm just going to go jump off the falls. Like, that was a whole thing. It touched me personally. I'm not a big, like, Ethan. I'm not, like, crazy for Ethan. But when that character moment, I was like, that's sad as hell. Yeah. He, he feels like he has no worth as a human. So, it, it, I don't know. It was, like, they didn't take it seriously. And they made yeah. MG give him a superhero name as he left. I was like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah i agree i don't like how they uh so ethan was like opening up as you said in the car it's like it, that that would have been a good segue into mg being like being a superhero doesn't make me uh, not vulnerable to issues okay then maybe he could have talked about i don't know struggling with adhd which was or his dropped. Dad. right his dad mm-hmm. like oh my god he you- so when he's doing the vampire seminar he was like oh by the way my dad hates me like mortally you know and that's just crazy to me that yeah, they it's, didn't it's like mg could have opened up about the fact that he got completely cut off from his entire family mm-hmm. His, his father thinks he's dead. That's a whole thing that just like, it's never brought up again. MG was supposed to be a 16 year old boy who died, got brought back to life and realized his fam- his mother basically didn't want anything to do with him. And his dad thought he was dead. And when he, his dad found out about what he was, he thought he was a demon. Like it's, it's, it's a right. whole thing right. that could really be something big, but they just don't. Do anything with it. They, they like lightly touched on the fact that with religious father, he mm-hmm. sort of all of a sudden he didn't tolerate uh, MG being like I guess the devil. Yeah, <laughs> like he thought it would have been a great metaphor. It would generally mm-hmm. affect somebody, but we haven't seen that since yeah, that. Episode. We barely mm-hmm. we got like a touch on it because MG spent the summer with Caleb. That was it. It was because he didn't mm-hmm. have. People to go like that could have been a yeah. really like moment. that's what yeah. they're do they're like they're, they're like oh we're not gonna like go into this just go off screen go on vacation go really? to europe go spend the <laughs> summer with caleb like mm-hmm. it's it's and... like it's it's like when they send josie to europe anytime she's depressed it, it's like they do that several times and throughout the it writing just makes it look like they don't know how to deal with depression that's yeah Whatever. Yeah, yeah, or or just sadness in general, yeah, <laughs> um, or, or anything serious. Or you're just characters being like doing negative things, like very downcast things. It's very much like, okay, so this is a teen show. This is supernatural. This has to be like light, bubbly. They when they were like, we're going to make this show, this spinoff, fluffy. It's not going to be dark and everything. I'm like, okay, so what you're telling me is that they're only going to show the teen side of things, where it's like all the all the nice things you know it's stupid to me mm. look at buffy like they made buffy struggle with mm-hmm. shit <laughs> buffy died and that haunted her you know she when she she got resurrected uh, watch buffy if you haven't <laughs> by the way if you're listening to this buffy is a far superior show have yeah. heartbreak and crushes and internal turmoil and yeah. buffy develops throughout the seasons as she gets older and it's just like the development for these characters is zero can i ask you guys something yeah what growth has josie really had after Um, dark (laughs) (laughs) it's like Um, it's been fake or it's been like pushed into like one yeah okay like i'm just so mad that they made it all about finch it's like I don't yeah. care. It's like, it's, it's, it's like and, and then I got really confused by also like the pacing of this episode too. Cause I was like, okay, Josie was off with her dad. And oh my God. It. And then she goes to the school at the very the end. The tone. 
bitch. It, yeah, the tone was like all over the place. I was really confused. And the slow mo with the fireworks in the background or whatever. It was like sparks. You're really like, what the fuck was that? Oh my gosh. It was, it was like that, that that scene would have been fine if it was somewhere else. It just didn't fit with the actual episode to me. I don't know. Mm, it, yeah. And this is like the the fourth time that she's like apologized. Apologized yeah. for what? Like And it's like what, looking it's looking at like three eleven and how they tied in that ending conversation, like the hosey conversation with the actual like theme of the episode. Like that ending for Josie in three twelve doesn't make any sense <laughs> like it had nothing to do with anything no, she was doing they were just like we need them together for the next episode like yeah, that's it how was, it feels it was also confusing because she says something like i like you not liked in the past tense or she says i oh, or, yeah but she's she like but she's yeah. like i had to make that like i had you had to know that and i was like girl you said it three times before she knows yeah. it. like she said it at the fight at the moped she we knew they were going to go out on a date before hope cock blocked and then um, <laughs> she said it. When else did she say it? She she said it. I just know that Josie says that she likes this girl. Oh, when she was professing her love in front of all those people at the speech. Oh, stop! It's That's like Josie. Josie just... has let Finch know that she's interested. Why they keep pushing this narrative that like they're angsty and they're not saying what they really want to say? It's oh like no, God. it is not the most inauthentic relationship I've ever seen on screen because it's just like they're fighting. Over they're nothing. not even fighting. Like it's before like they even knew each other. Yeah, before they like, went on a date once. Like it's like they're rushing it so hard that they're already rush. fighting before they even managed to go on a date over nothing because you, Josie didn't do anything that wrong. Like I don't know. And it's crazy. It's like actually, it's weird. Josh. I say Josh. Some people say Finzy. I love how nobody has been able to settle on <laughs> There's Josh, Jinch, Finzy. Uh, but yeah, it's it's to me it's like weirdly rushed but drawn out at the same time it's like yeah, i don't know oh how they managed to do that at the same time but it's like they made them have all this angst and stuff and music is always playing in the background and shit and and then they always look like they want to fight each other but there's something <laughs> really um dramatic and i'm just like did was this earned i was like was no. this earned and, and and i didn't i didn't understand it it's I'm just really confused all the time. <laughs> I am it's, sick of it at this so point. Weird. Like at the beginning, I wanted to like give it a chance. I was like, okay. I'm I not. was like, <laughs> but, it was, if, if, if they really just wanted Josie to date somebody and they wanted it to be a werewolf and if they are going to lead it with Hosie, I don't know what they're going to do, but if they wanted it to cause like tension with hope if they do do hosey they could have just had finch show up at the open house with all the rest of the people and she could have just joined <laughs> support school then and then they wouldn't have had to do the whole thing about josie needing to go find herself at this because she went to mystic falls high for nothing for what? she didn't do anything there she didn't make any friends <laughs> she, she probably to, flopped some one classes chemistry class <laughs> she skipped she lunch that's how much this girl skipped school she skipped the lunch she did not go morning, to school yeah. She went and got high and came back and was like, hey, I've been waiting for you at the grill. I heard you worked here. And she's like, yep. Yeah. Damn straight. It's like, fuck you. The most monotonous delivery. She gets delivery. so mad for what? It's I'm not even like, sure what her emotion is. Is it like, angry? Is... is it boring? I just, I just, and it's like a lot of the times... I'm like really confused because I can't tell if Finch actually be liking Josie, but then she'll say something. I'm like, okay, she does like her. Um, 
but it's yeah a lot of the stuff isn't really earned in my opinion a lot of the angst and turmoil that they're going through it's genuinely so bad i just it's i feel like they could have made them be in a relationship very easy like so much easier with they feel like they jumped through hoops to do something that was actually quite simple um so yeah like i don't know like at the beginning i was like okay i'm gonna give this a shot whatever like yeah i literally i wasn't even that biased against it and then i'm just like every time they have a scene i'm like why is this happening? I haven't been I able to take sense. them seriously since Rihanna <laughs> that meme from <laughs> Oh yeah, if you know if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's like not- in in the in the high weed episode when she yeah. is at the motor the moped and she's like, I've I really like you. It's like the way the camera angle looked like she was about to beat her up and take her lunch money. It looks so bad. So you know the caption reads like. <laughs> What was it? What was it? Uh, like I'm the hood. My, my the blood of the hooded killer is in my veins. <laughs> I am the daughter of the black hood, <laughs> the nightmare from next door, <laughs> and I'm training with the FBI. Like, and, and, and I can't tell. It's like usually I don't mind height differences, but something about this, I'm like this girl, one. It's like like, like they, Kaylee, Kaylee be looking like that bully who's ready to stomp you at every moment. The so thing is, like they have ways in right. film right. to not make this happen so right. it's just like when you see this it's just like a they jarring... don't care about this relationship yeah. and you can tell because they do not put any literally, effort into like the shot composition literally mm-hmm. every heterosexual couple ever is the man taller than the woman in film and television literally but even even then they still like give the girl like an apple mm-hmm. box to stand on so it's still like they have to fit it in the in one frame but it still like looks good and it's like oh maybe it's not continuous because typically if they're not close up then the girl's like actually like five inches shorter so it's like uh they they would give like Danielle an apple box when she's in the scene with with Peyton or probably a lark. Um, but with this, it's like they made no attempt to give Courtney an apple box to make it even look good. It's like yeah. Kaylee's only like five eight or something. Um, I say and that I that, say that only, <laughs> but that is it's like, like what is annoying to me. It's not like it's not even like I don't like them as a couple, which I don't. But also <laughs> like. They aren't even trying for the representation. Like they are putting in absolutely no effort it's, on yeah, like the film and running why, side. It feels like they kind of did an outline and then just never flushed out the outline. <laughs> so it's like yeah. it's be and it's like what what the hell? Would this needed to be flushed out? Like they jumped from point A to point D and then forgot about B. C. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like filming the scenes and they're like, oh, we just need to get this out of the way so we can get to the next scene. That's like what they're doing. No, they're like, definitely like, like a- trying to get through with it. It's like, it- why did you even have in the first place? It's like, if they quietly like forgot about her, I'm very positive that everyone would like be okay, like agree with that, you know, because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, you know, out of the ordinary for legacies to drop characters out of the blue and like have a line where they suddenly are off in savannah uh quote cut cough cough um amaya and sheriff mac um it's like it's very easy to just write someone off quickly especially if they're just a recurring guest it's not like you have like a contract that isn't going to be like it's like you can update it i'm just saying it's like if you receive the criticism um well, she's you there for should. a purpose, but they're just, just taking so the long purpose to get is dragged the purpose. out. 
that's what I'm saying. This whole season feels dragged out because it's like if y'all just really wanted to get Finch to Salvatore with Josie, you could have just jumped all this mm-hmm. and made it happen in the beginning and just put Josie through and, therapy yeah. and made her deal with her growth and stuff that way. She never needed yeah. to leave the school. The school was never the problem. <laughs> Did they want and, her in the school to? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and and it's for me the stuff with. Finch is like, I'm fine with her character. I just felt personally like sort of offended that she got a backstory before some of the other characters did. Um, Like I said, Jed been at the school since he was like 10 and we don't know who the fuck he murdered. So (laughs) yeah, like he definitely like murdered someone or like, yeah, and it's just like a. And it makes me feel like his parents are still around because in this past episode, he said he went on vacation in Italy and he ain't got money for that. So who the fuck he go to Italy to? (laughs) So he has, I think he has family. So it's like, what is his story? Can somebody tell me, can he have a last name or a middle name or an initial or (laughs) a nickname? Like, what is he known for? Like, is Jed short? Is his real name Jedward? Jedward? What is his name? Like, I just, I don't know. And then it's like, you know, of course, justice for Caleb. I need my backstory on my baby Caleb. <laughs> Agree. It's like they're doing the same thing that they have done with Caleb to Jed now. It's like very obvious, like their favorite has always been Land, and It's like they won't even bother to make Jed and Caleb fleshed out beyond like the comedy relief comic relief it's very it's so dumb it's it's just like i said it's when you see it from the show that it's inspired by buffy you're like okay they had xander who was a comic relief and cordelia who was a comic relief but they're still fully fleshed out characters Mm -hmm. who have backstories and depth and and conflicts and so it's like it's not impossible to have a monster fighting show but still grow characters out that's not the right. wildest it's thing. like <laughs> I, I finally figured out what legacy is you know what it is it is a monster fighting show with teens instead of teens that happen to fight monsters like that's mm-hmm. where the priority mm-hmm. is it's always been like oh how are we going to make this like a, a, a monster of the week format how are we going to do the the buffy kind of like a serialized show like that just like they don't know how to emphasize flesh I out think- I've created characters. Sims characters with better backstories. <laughs> I've I've created Sims character. I've created like any fucking avatar with a with a, a last name. Let me tell you, it's like if you 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 start up Skyrim and you can give character customization. You can give them like a certain like uh, supernatural like background and stuff like that, and make them the whatever warrior. And you can give them names. It's like legacies didn't even take the time to do a name generator <laughs> literally jed had a last name and they just never said it or do you think they just didn't yeah. even bother to come up with one i think he was just jed if i'm gonna be i real. think he's always been jed like in the very beginning. you know how like in commercials um they don't actually have names i'm very pu- like on probably scripts they will just be listed as a uh, blonde woman or it'll be listed as a crying wife or something like that in commercials i mean it's like it says mm-hmm. legacy's characters are the supporting characters at this point because like sure they're series regulars but they're still like supporting comic relief whatever they're as fleshed out as commercial people <laughs> yeah i yep. feel like jed was wasn't ever supposed to be a main character if that mm-hmm. makes sense I feel yeah. like he was always going to be like an Alyssa Chang who was supposed mm-hmm. to come in and do something, maybe cause conflict, but maybe didn't ever 
Yeah, he was party. he was supposed to be there to support Roth's like yeah, kind of leadership. Roth's That's support. what I got. That's and, what the I got. And if he eventually got upped, it would still be in support of the Roth Wolf storyline. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. But and and I and I have to do like a disclaimer. I understand that certain things are happening because of COVID. I know they can't do a lot of scenes with a lot of people because of COVID. Yeah, but you'd I think know. that meant that like they would go do deeper. bottle episodes. Yeah, yes, I think like, that's what's so frustrating is because you know new TV shows have come out since COVID has happened, <laughs> and and I've seen people like I haven't noticed a change with legacies. I noticed a change. I can see the groups that they were talking about. I can see like why they put people in different sets and they're all over the place and it gets kind of confusing. I can right. see that it's not as natural as it was before, but it's and right. so like I'm confused because they went about their production differently because like in other shows that i've continued after the covid pandemic i don't see any change i don't see right. it's it's quite changing. seamless yeah I, like i see i watch doctor shows and there's like 50 people in one zine great we know like the ma- the reason for the mass exodus is because they didn't want to have that many people on set i'm guessing Mm. So, it, but it's like, but why? Everybody else is doing it. <laughs> it's like, it's a very funny thing to me is that they couldn't have taken advantage of like having to cut down things to save money and also have like proper writing to focus what is your overarching protagonist and antagonist what is that conflict instead like what i'm describing is like bottle episodes where you have um this happened a lot for example in star trek when they were like low funding so they couldn't very well do like a big fleshed out monster thing with so much sci-fi uh so much special effects so much uh prosthetics and all that stunt and everything it's like what they did is that they had a bottle episode where it's like mostly focused on a, a core five or whatever and the story revolved around that and it was always like a, a deeper meaning to it it was always like uh it, it touched on when a complex a character was having because maybe it happened like um internally it's stuff like that like bottle episodes is what legacy should have done in season three if they really had to have like um covid leak through season three because like you said they obviously did the mass exodus to avoid casting it's like okay oh, yeah but okay. then they casted finch for what <laughs> like i feel like that's for me i'm like there's already so many characters you have too many right. characters and you always have like because you never go into any of their backstories and you never like give them any depth so why would you see covid and not be like oh we're gonna like focus in on the characters we have. We're gonna mm-hmm. cast somebody else instead, like yeah. And then we're going to try and balance that. They could have just had Josie get with like Ethan or something, or mm-hmm. or, or just flesh out. She didn't have to get with anybody. <laughs> or, hope. Like, or or flesh out like characters you already have established. Like we yeah. very much could have gotten into Caleb um, and uh, MG doing the whole no semester thing, but also Caleb when he was uh he was you know he could have gone into more about that in yeah. season three i feel like uh, they could have they could have used the end of season two mm-hmm. which is technically 304 um they just could have used that as an opportunity to take a break from the monster storyline especially since we've gotten <laughs> takes in the past which makes it sound like they're running out of monster ideas so they could have taken mm-hmm. that time to really do the character development which is needed which is 
Hope getting over landing and grieving landing. Josie trying to deal with the backlash of Dark Josie. Um, MG and Lizzie and their evolving relationship. MG and Caleb. You know, they could have done so much that the characters desperately needed mm-hmm. this time. And they just didn't. And it's weird because I've seen shows with large cast rosters and that's not impossible to... Mm-hmm have all your characters in one episode but all give them all what they need it's it's very strange that it feels so forced sometimes yeah and i don't i don't know and i feel like josie is getting the emily fields treatment because she definitely just, is she really is it's like they 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 don't want to nothing uh is sapphic just to be sapphic supposedly and she's definitely not the token gay but she is the token gay and they treat her like it, and it's... it clearly is epic just to be epic. It clearly is. That's what's so crazy because it's like Josie is always so focused on like relationships for some reason. I'm like, girl, you just went dark. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. She just went through that whole dark arc, and it's like, okay, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to ship her off to Europe instead of like going into that again. They just hate their characters if they're not Landon. I like. I hope that Landon ends up getting some character development. This is like the one thing where I'm like, all right. Oh, screen, he is. That's the only thing I'm very concerned about. <laughs> like, because at least he'll be like more tolerable. Yeah. I feel, but honestly, like I feel like he's just more tolerable when Handon's broken up. Yeah, I agree. He's not even a bad character. It's just the way that like him and Hope act together. They suck the life out of each other rather than just make them like a, a sustainable relationship that we can like if yeah. they really had to go on to three seasons, at least make it like bearable. But they couldn't even do that. And I don't know. It I seems like they're intentionally making things unbearable because they know they're going to end them. Which like, is stupid. Cause, like, yeah, like, Josh, like, there's no chemistry there, and I feel like they knew that there was not going to be chemistry there because they didn't want, like, a whole horde of people to <laughs> get mad when they broke them up for, like, I plot reasons later. Like maybe that's the reason they made them so quote-unquote angsty and like drew it out so long because yeah. they wanted to show that it took them all this just to even get a first kiss oh my god it's like <laughs> yeah it's like, so in complicated the meantime, in the meantime we just have to experience that and be like oh yeah this is what the show is right now like you know like they they didn't go from single to in a relationship to it's complicated they just started off it's complicated yeah <laughs> that's Mm-hmm. How I felt the the relationship. Yeah. So I feel I don't know if they did that on purpose, the same way. Because and I'm actually quite glad that they made Handon sort of un- intolerable because they made it show through Cleo. They made it so it's not oh, yeah. just us going and saying Cleo too is like bitch. You would have seen that I was evil if you just opened your eyes. Right, <laughs> right. She was straight up. I'm so glad that she's established straight up. Like you were so obsessed with him and a fake one. You couldn't even realize it before your eyes that I have like been the one that's kind of like pulling the strings. I guess if you will. Um, going into next episode though, I'm really, really, really excited to see Cleo and Josie's dynamic because mm-hmm. this is like their first time that they're talking. And it's going to be right after she had betrayed 
uh, hope. And it's right after, like, Caleb just said that, yeah, he's kind of been let down by people before, and this is what happened to him, um, yeah. that he turned. Uh, and um, heartbreaking. But I'm so excited yeah. for it, because I love him. Yeah. So I expect that uh, Cleo will be kind of explaining her backstory, and mm-hmm. Caleb and Josie and uh, Josie and Caleb will be like head diving into uh, Cleo's mind or whatever. We're gonna see like that backstory play out and why exactly. So I guess she's like more than a millennium old or something. I don't think she's gonna be like a real villain, like evil, whatever. I think she has like a whole backstory. They're gonna like flesh out and be like, oh, she's really she has like these good intentions for these reasons or whatever. Um, but they're gonna take their time to go through that. Yeah, I definitely don't get villain vibes from her. And anybody mm-hmm. who's like attacking her for something, like, <laughs> was so stupid to me. Um, I didn't even see any of that, but that's yeah. Okay. So apparently, people were like attacking or saying that Cleo was like a terrible person or something. And for I'm like, betraying hope. I'm like, well, I, we haven't seen this level of betrayal since the originals, and I'm so here for it. Yeah, because I'm just glad someone's like, doing something. <laughs> same. It's like, it's like I was so glad when she got stabbed. I was like, oh, finally, something, <laughs> something happened. <laughs> for real, finally, especially. Yeah. So people was getting hearts ripped out and heads chopped yeah. off and stabbed and killed every week with the originals yeah. in Vampire Diaries. I was so happy yeah. somebody yeah. did something to Like a halberd into Hope's stomach was nothing. But it's it was still really cool to finally see Danielle like play someone getting hurt and like being like you know what fuck this i am yeah. about to axe murder you i saw she <laughs> looks what she was excited about <laughs> definitely like, especially the stunt this fucking like clay building my ex-boyfriend is dead like she's so <laughs> done and she's like oh good i'm reading the 312 script and i get to stab somebody. right especially <laughs> and 311 get, and 312 she got to flex that and like be angry be possessed be not herself that must have been exciting to do mm-hmm. in comparison to what she's been doing which is like yeah also i thought very... the fight scene between her and mm-hmm. like fake bust landon was mm-hmm. decent. i thought it was it was nice yeah. seeing her kick somebody's ass we don't really yeah. see her mm-hmm. very much usually she's fighting something with like three arms and i'm fucked up face so it was yeah. nice seeing her fight like a normal person yeah, typically she's always just like, you know, incendio and it's like, okay, the Cyclops is on fire, that's cool, but it's like we don't really get to see a lot of like hand-on-hand co- combat, which is like yeah, exciting. or emotion, and I feel like she probably enjoyed beating up Landon for taking her entire storyline in her show. That was just Danielle letting out a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm finally starting to see like... Danielle finally getting comfortable um, emoting stuff. It's like (laughs) she's just been stuck doing the same fake smile on the stupid ass picnic doc scenes. Um, She's finally. I wonder how she felt saying, Do you even live, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Why are they doing those cultural references to her? (laughs) (laughs) Why have they made her a loser? They've made her play DD. It's like, my God. And Josie saying thanks for the TED talk. I was like, ha, ha, ha. I <laughs> miss that watching live, but. It was like, oh, because I get it. Because his name is Ted and he's talking. That's funny. You know. <laughs> ha, ha. Ha, ha. <laughs> Insert animatronic. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a laugh track to play during that 
Yeah. <laughs> and then Josie being like, only the necromancer does like genuine bahahas. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I can't imagine how the cast feels about all of this. I just, I sometimes I wonder gen- genuinely, like when this show was pitched, did they realize it wasn't going to be serious? Did they realize that it was basically going to be all silly and sort of. I doubt it because they knew it was coming from the originals. True. True. Yeah. So yeah. She probably was like, oh, okay, so it's going to be like this. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> what else happened? Nothing relevant, right? Nothing else happened. And I think we talked about covered everything that happened in the meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, talked, we, we talked about what we think will happen next episode. And that's probably just going to be Hope. Uh, helicopter parenting Landon. Landon being like, you know what? We haven't been together in the last 10 years in my mind. So, like, let's maybe <laughs> not have a, a relationship. And then Hope and Josie are going to be, like, Hope is going to be frustrated going into the next episode after that. 14, probably. Mm-hmm. Being like, I've been a dumb bitch for the past 10 months. Um, <laughs> and uh, all in meanwhile. Do, yeah. yeah. I, in I meanwhile, break up. I don't know. I'm predicting it. I'm putting in my prediction right now. What? Yeah. A breakup? Break up next episode. Oh, definitely. Like, Absolutely. I feel like it's not even going to be a breakup. It's just going to be like, you know what? We haven't been break. Like, we haven't been doing anything to even, like, have a, a breakup. You know? It's going to be something like that. It's going to be... I, I hope it's mutual. Um, I, really... I hope it's mutual. I think it's probably going to be a mix of, like, you know, you were with me, but a different version of me slash mm-hmm. him being angsty and all moody because mm-hmm. he was fighting off shit in in the prison <laughs> at this point i hope it's just amicable because i really don't yeah. want to see any uh, any of that like really going into other episodes because if we really have other episodes after 13 13 that keep focusing on that shit it's like i thought they broke up a while ago why am i still hearing about it why do i have to hear other characters talk about that relationship it's gonna be dumb but yeah i feel like they're gonna say like we need a break or a distance and then they'll like fully break up at the end of the season i don't know why i, I have a bad feel i don't give the writers too much credit so i don't want to get my hopes up too much now but i think they'll definitely have some sort of separation next episode mm-hmm. knock on wood let me knock on some wood real quick i knocked on wood so hopefully i don't change this <laughs> and then we know josie and caleb are going to be what interrogating cleo next episode Right, we're definitely going to see her backstory, and hopefully that's not like a one-off thing. We're going to see more of her. Yeah. Yeah, so on that note, it was great talking to you all in theory crafting for this next week's episode, and we hope that you enjoyed the listen. We'll be back next week. <laughs> same time, same day. Until then, bye. 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 bye.